Welcome back to the You Can Too podcast, where we go over the knowledge, habits, and strategies and how to start believing that you can too. I'm your host, James Bracken, and in today's episode, I will be going over five stoic habits to eliminate procrastination from your life. Now, if you are not already, please go give me a follow on Instagram at James Bracken IV, and be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a future episode. And if you've listened to this podcast and you've enjoyed it, leave me a rating and review. It helps me reach more people, and I'm able to help more people in the process. I truly appreciate you for tuning in. If you want to see any more of my content, check the show notes below, because that is exactly where it will be. And without further ado, let's hop right into it. What is up, podcast family? I hope you are crushing your day. Hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day you're hearing this on. Uh, I'm stoked to hop into this episode because something I really idealize is the way the Stoics lived. And it's something I practice within my clients. It's something that I really focus on in my every single day life that helps me live with more peace, with more passion, with more purpose. And I want to make this tangible for you. So let's just hop right into it. Number one is we have to drop our ego. Most people, and this is a fact, most people let their ego prevent them from even getting started to begin with. A lot of people are afraid to look foolish, so they'd rather stay in their comfort zone. They'd rather stay stagnant in where they are than to take a step in the right direction. Even if, even if it's in their best interest, they're going to let their ego and their pride hold them back from doing so. And a quote from Epictetus states, if you want to improve, be content to be thought foolish and stupid. When you're starting a business, you're going to look foolish. You're not going to have everything figured out. When you're starting out in the gym, it's going to be the same exact thing. You're not going to know how to do everything. You're not going to know how to show up as your best self because you're learning. You're trying to grow. In anything you start, you have to be willing to look like a fool to to figure it out. Because everything's figure outable if you're willing to look like a fool in the beginning because no one has it figured out in the beginning. No one knows how everything's going to turn out. So don't let your ego prevent you from getting started. You can't be afraid to look foolish. You can't be afraid to fail because failure is feedback. And when you see it as such, you'll start seeking it out because you recognize that there's so much lessons within the failures. There's so much opportunity to grow and expand because it's it's exactly what I said it is. It's feedback. And if you see it as such, you'll notice that. When you start looking for things to support you rather than to suppress you, you'll start to notice that a lot of the things that you once wanted to avoid, you'll start seeking out. So it will convince you to, instead of starting tomorrow or next week, we'll start now and we'll start wanting to start. And this is a pro tip. Remember that everyone you look up to, every single person that, whether it's in your field or the way of life that they live, they all put their pants on the exact same way. And this is something that really helped me drop my ego when I started my business. Because at 17 years old, I was the youngest person in my coaching um, business or my coaching course that I joined to become a coach. I was the youngest person. And I had to drop my ego because I had to realize that I wasn't going to have everything figured out to begin. I wasn't going to know how to start a business. And I didn't. And when I started my LLC, it wasn't easy. And when I started my company, it wasn't easy. And when I started coaching people, it wasn't easy. But I had to drop my ego in order to grow, to expand. And it made me one of the leading coaches in over a thousand coaches. And I was the youngest because I reminded myself of what this podcast is. It's a reminder that you can too, that whoever you look up to, that whoever you want to emulate, you can. You have to start being able to drop that ego so that you can start taking the action to believe that you can. Because if you have this belief that you can't, you're not gonna take the action to combat yourself. So I really need you to understand that number one is probably the most important, 
you have to drop your ego. Your ego is going to stand in the way. But The Obstacle is the Way, and it's one of my favorite books, so you could absolutely check it out. Number two is Memento Mori. And Memento Mori means remember you must die. It's not death that a man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. And when you see life in that realm, if you see life in that that view, and it's it's been easier for me to view life in that way because I've seen many people in my family pass away at a young age. But when you recognize that you're going to pass and you don't know when that day is going to be, you start to live more for today instead of putting the work off until tomorrow. And exactly that, like precisely because you don't know how long you're going to live, you should make today, you should make the most out of today. Don't postpone the things that you want to do until tomorrow because you're not sure if you're going to wake up. And I think that when we really internalize that truth, we start to live more for today. We start to push more to accomplish what we want to accomplish because progress equals happiness. Number three is be strict with yourself. You are responsible for the quality of your life, the results in your career, and the state of your health. Everything in your life is a representation of your relationship with yourself. So stop rationalizing your excuses. A quote that I've loved from Epictetus is that, how long are you gonna wait until you demand the best of yourself? How long are you gonna wait? Because the truth is that no one's gonna push you to become your best self, but you have to do it. You have to show up for yourself. So when you don't accept the the putting it off until tomorrow, when you don't accept the procrastination, you start to practice better habits. You start to hold yourself to higher standards. And when we get used to letting ourselves off the hook, we continue to do that. We continue to set goals and we never reach them. We continue to set out to do the work, but we never do it. So when we practice the habit of showing up for ourselves, it becomes a lot easier to continue. Anything that we do becomes a habit. So when we start doing it more often, it becomes a lot easier to continue. Number four is you have to see failure as an opportunity to improve. When I, when I spoke about dropping your ego and recognizing that failure is feedback, I wanted to really, I needed to press down on this because it's so important. A favorite book of mine, and I've already mentioned it, but it's something that every single one of my clients must read is Obstacle is the Way. Because Holiday, Ryan Holiday, the author of that book states, each time you learn something, each time you develop a new strength, a wisdom, a perspective, each time a little more of the competition falls away until all that is left is you, the best version of you. We've all been conditioned to avoid failure and see mistakes as a bad thing. And this is mainly because school teaches us that failure is bad, that when we make a mistake, you get a poor grade, and everyone, teachers, parents, etc., they get disappointed. And it's not a great experience, and I didn't love high school. I didn't love school in its entirety, and that's why I didn't go to college. But when we see failure as an opportunity to grow, to as feedback to become the best version of ourselves, we recognize that most people are going to avoid it. And if we just face it and we seek it, we will grow so much faster than everyone else. And it's not a comparison. It's not, it's, it's not being better than anyone or doing, any, doing anything more than anyone. But a lot of people procrastinate on their goals because they don't go outside of their comfort zone. They don't seek that failure. All because the fear of failure has been planted in our minds since childhood. But when we see that failure's feedback, we can grow from it. Because a gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man perfected without trials. Failure forges resiliency and it shapes our character and helps us become the best version of ourselves. And we, when we truly, truly internalize that truth, we can recognize that it's not the most intelligent person who succeeds, but it's the one who refuses to give up. 
And when we learn to bounce back from our failures and see them as feedback, we see setbacks as opportunities to become better, to grow, to understand how to do it next time. We're going to stop avoiding failure, but we're going to face it, and we're going to learn from it, and we're going to grow from it. And I really need that to be engraved in your brain, and I hope by the end of this podcast it will be. Number five, last one, surround yourself with great people. And I understand this is a difficult one, and it was for me, absolutely. But Epictetus said, the key is to keep company only with people who uplift you, whose presence calls forth your best self. And when I started my coaching company and I was surrounded by a bunch of coaches trying to improve themselves and help other others improve themselves, I found myself in one of the best states of my life that I've ever been. We become who we surround ourselves with. The mindsets, the habits, the energy of the people we spend our most times with rubs off on us, whether that's virtually or physically. And something that is, I've recognized is that I don't have the people physically around me, but even though I still find people virtually, I still, I'm still able to continuously meet with people that help me become my best self. And other people's thinking and behaving will rub off on you. And I need you to understand this, that it's not if, but it's when. It's when they do. So when you surround yourself with people that uplift you, that help you become the best version of yourself, it becomes a lot easier to become your authentic self. It becomes a lot easier to want to raise your standard for yourself. It becomes a lot easier to show up for yourself when you don't feel like it because you have other people helping you raise your standard for yourself, helping you see your potential because we become who we surround ourselves with. Now I'm gonna go through all five. Number one is drop your ego. If you want to improve, be content to be thought foolish and stupid. There's the only way to grow. Number two is memento mori. It's not death that a man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. Number three, be strict with yourself. How long are you going to wait until you demand the best of yourself? Number four, see failure as an opportunity to improve. Failure is feedback. A gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man perfected without trials. Number five, surround yourself with great people. The key is to keep company only with people who uplift you, whose presence calls forth your best self. And I hope by the end of this episode, you feel more inclined to face failure, to recognize that our time on this earth is so finite that we have to face failure. We have to drop our ego. We have to start surrounding ourselves with better people. And we have to face that the only person who can truly make change in our life is us. And it's up to us. I hope you took something from this episode. I hope that you face your procrastination today instead of putting it off tomorrow. I will see you in the next episode.